Good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday. We hope you are doing well after last night's stormy weather. Ugh. Yeah. Man, you got caught on the road up up in Howell where it was I did. pretty bad, right? It, well, it was crazy. When I go out to the garage this morning, I'm fully expecting a flat tire. Because <laughs> I hit potholes? two different, yeah, two different potholes, and I think the water was so thick on each side, and I think I may have hit one of the guard barrier things. Ugh, I know. I don't even want to look. All right. Well, <laughs> If you need some help, let us know. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll head over with our tools and help you out. Yeah, rough weather last night. Uh, tornado actually touched down in Perry, Michigan. Mm-hmm. And uh, half that town is without power this morning. No injuries, thank God. Uh, but, Cam, I was thinking about this last night. We we uh, we saw a pretty massive cloud. It's on my Facebook page. Uh, scary circular cloud that I've never seen before off to the west so then we heard the sirens oh and and we were watching tv so we headed downstairs uh to the basement and we were watching tv and we saw uh all of the local weather people who were on last night in the middle of the storm they seemed like they were having a little bit of trouble actually in interpreting the information off the computers and talking live it wasn't like when they do the forecast and they're standing there. Yeah. And say, it's going to be sunny today and later on. Yeah. Uh, that information was coming to them. They're trying to uh, transpose uh, it. And then they've got radar. And then they've got to talk live. That's got to be difficult. Were you ever in a deal like that where you were on, on duty and a storm came? Oh, sure. But we didn't have the technology back then. I mean, they can, you know, they. I've seen them in, um, standing by their maps and the way they you know they have so many maps and so much you know so many bells and whistles now right so it was never like that for me thankfully but i don't know how they do it i mean they did uh, we were watching one station last night and it, uh, it they did an amazing job and it yeah. was a new it was one of the new weather people so it's got to be difficult to you know it's like trying to read a computer and then figure out what it means and continue right. to talk and to the it, camera. Yes, in person or... or Right. Yeah. Radio would be so much different. <laughs> yeah. I noticed one of them, uh, there was somebody on camera that you always see, a weather person that you, you see every morning. But there was, a, there was a person off camera. It was a guy talking to her. Mm-hmm. And it dawned on me, you know, when they have a weather thing like this, they, they've all got like 15 weather people on staff. Yeah. Maybe a good idea to have a two person thing going. I agree. Yeah. I don't know why they don't do that. You know, they've got the talent and uh, it might help. One person could, you know, be gathering the info and talking about, oh, this just came in or look at this radar. And the other person could be talking to the audience because, yeah. yeah, Interesting. I I like that idea. (laughs) Yeah. We'll see how they, well, if, uh, if somebody's really interested, uh, you know, you know how to get a hold of Cam. <laughs> it would take a lot to get her back on the weather scene. Oh, but, uh, no, <laughs> it yeah. would be worth it. When you know what freezes over. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nine <laughs> minutes after a better weather today and by uh, late afternoon, it should be real nice. Nice summertime day in August. And of course, last night, big game, uh, preseason mm. game for our Detroit Lions. And mm-hmm. Dave Rieger, our producer, is here. To bring us up to date on all the details for the big victory, Dave. Morning, guys. Um, we're going to start out um, 
with the Tigers first before we get to our Detroit Lions. They were in Boston last night, and the Red Sox, they beat the Tigers 5-2 to two behind a very nice pitching performance from Chris Sale. You might remember him from the Chicago White Sox. It was his first start since June 2nd. The Tigers are now 52-64, and 64, but still only seven games behind first-place Minnesota, Jim. So they're going to try to even the series this afternoon, first pitch at 4.05. Now we get to the NFL. Are you guys hearing that train in the background? Because it's getting Mm-mm. louder and louder. Uh, <laughs> I know what you're going to say. The hype train is getting a lot <laughs> louder after oh, last yeah, night at Ford Field. The Lions, <laughs> they open up the preseason with a 21-16 win over the New York Giants. The game was highlighted by a 95-yard punt return for a touchdown by receiver Maurice Alexander. The Lions' defense, they played well, too, especially on third down. The Lions are going to try and keep the good vibes going next Saturday as the Jacksonville Jags come to Ford Field at 1 o'clock. But here's my question for Cam, going back to what you guys started the show with. I don't know if you watched social media at all last night, but anybody who was watching Fox 2 when the Lions game was on and then Fox 2 meteorologist Stephanie Mead came on to deliver Mm. the tornado coverage, people Mm -hmm. went nuts because they cut the audio (laughs) on the Lions game and they had her on for like 45 minutes of just straight tornado coverage and a split screen. Mm -hmm. So so what do you think about this, Cam? Um, They have to go on the air and do this, right? It's an FCC regulation to talk about a a, a tornado warning. But they're interrupting a preseason game and social media went crazy. People are like, I'd rather be killed by the tornado than listen to this, oh my than listen to this uh, you know, interrupting the Lions game anymore. I mean, wow. Jennifer, yeah, well, Jennifer Hammond even went on, the, on Twitter and t- tried to explain that the station could lose their license if they don't come on the air and report this. Yeah, so what, it's did, true. Did you ever get any backlash when you had to go on and interrupt programming? Yes, especially during Indy 500 races. Oh. Or soap operas. Soap operas, too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like you got to do, you have to do it. Plus, the meteorologist, I'm surprised people were so mad. She is gorgeous. <laughs> you'd, think <they'd, laughs> you'd think they'd like to, you know, say, uh, sacrifice a little football to see yeah. a very, very Yeah, especially the Lions fans. I, yes. Cam is so generous with her uh, comments about uh, some of the people on TV. And she said to me many times, that woman is gorgeous. She yeah. is stunning. Uh, she did a good job. But you know what's yeah. funny, Dave, uh, that people would be mad. Oh, they went, I mean, social mm-hmm. media went nuts about Come on. everybody just ripping Fox for interrupting the game. It was 45 minutes of split screen. Uh, they took the audio away, and they and it was just the, and like you said, it was they were getting live reports as they were coming in and telling right. us what was going on with the tornadoes. It was moving in western Oakland County. It's a tornado, man. Come on. I know. Yeah. Did um, did they do split screen the whole time? Because all I for, saw for, was. Yeah, for 45 minutes, they did split screen uh, from about like um, like not, like 8.55 to like 9.35 or something like that. Right. Or, or no, for like 8.45 to like 9.35. And they, and they did it so you could hear the, the weather cast or, you know, you could hear um, at least on Fox 2, uh, yeah. Stephanie Mead. And then they had the Lions game on the other screen, but they took the sound away from the Lions game so you could hear the re- the reporter. What is what is the beef? I mean, you could still watch the game. Yeah. Right. And uh, there are other sources, if you and, you know, are dead yeah. set on just concentrating on the game while your house blows away. Right. And that's what and, – and, and, but people people were – yeah, it says, um, you know, uh, 
says one guy says he tweeted up I'm all I'm all for not getting sucked up by the tornado, but to interrupt my Lions game the entire second half is unacceptable. <laughs> and right. Another Lions fan says, you know, I'd rather die from this tornado than listen to the weather lady for one more minute during the Lions game. So oh they got God. so they got slammed hard. Uh, but yeah. they but they had, but they're just but doing that their happens. They, yeah, they were just doing yeah. their job. It, well, it, it is happens it, every time. Not only is it uh, kind of a rule with the Federal Communications Commission, yeah. but it is the responsibility to serve the public. That's mm-hmm. really exactly. that's really the reason, the only reason, or the main reason, all of us have a license. Right, and that's what right. Gen- and that's oh. what Jennifer Hammond tweeted out. It says one of the stipulations of the license is that the TV stations exist to serve public interest. So right. yeah, yeah. So I I totally understand, but I it was just kind of funny to to, to go over social media, uh, real quick before we go to the break. Uh, PGA Tour they started their first of the FedEx Cup playoff uh, tournaments. They have three of them in a row leading up to the FedEx Cup. They're going to start the third round today. Lucas Glover minus ten. He has a one shot lead over Jordan Spieth. And okay, that's what's happening. Thanks, Dave. 8.15, we're going to take a break and come back. And Cam had a rather scary experience this week at a store. She's going to tell us the story, and then uh, we're going to kind of ask you, what would you have done in this situation? It's uh, pretty scary stuff. Coming up next, Mm -hmm. and also uh, we'll run down a lot of the things going on this weekend. There's a ton of activity, so no reason to stay inside today. Lots to do. On the Great Michigan Weekend here on News Talk 760 WJR. Well, if you woke up hungry this morning, boy, this is uh, this is your weekend. It's Cheeseburger in Caseville, their big festival going on this weekend. You got uh, the sweetest heart of Mary Pierogi Festival in Detroit over at the church. This is amazing. I just read this uh, yesterday. They sell 40 thousand pierogies every year at this festival 40,000 so uh <laughs> they must be doing something right and and they're all made there uh you know right on right on site the women uh actually you know cook them up the old polish ladies cooking them up just the way you like them uh polish muslims were there last night one of our favorite bands oh yeah they're so great and they've got music all weekend and then the Ribs R&B Festival is going on in Hart Plaza. And, Cam, I was thinking about this. You know how we can make a fortune? Uh, if you know anybody who works in medicine, have them go by the office today and grab as many boxes of those paper gowns that you can <laughs> Okay, find. yeah, yeah. And then we head down to the Rib Festival at Hart Plaza <laughs> and sell them for $2 a, a, yeah. a piece. You make a fortune. Right. It's, oh, it's funny. Oh, ribs are the kind of meal that Ugh. they only taste great, and you only really get the essence of the ribs when you're just all on it. So yeah, uh, I try to be... use a fork, and my friends are like, "Just come on, drop <laughs> just, the fork, eat like it. everyone else." Yeah, that's right, Flintstone <laughs> style. Just go at it. <laughs> all right. Also, uh, we're reminding people to get in on our Hungry Howie's Hero of the Week contest, where you send us a little email telling us about somebody who's been heroic in your life, any large, medium, or small uh, random act of kindness is basically what it is. And then we pick one winner every Saturday. If we pick your letter, you and the person you nominated will both get two large pizzas with one topping from Hungry Howie's. So, Get that in the mail to us, uh, email at 
hero at wjr.com and include your phone number, please. All right. Cam had kind of a, a real scary story. This is, uh, this is not fiction. This actually happened in a store. And, uh, boy, this is the kind of thing you would see on a TV show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, I know. You really I was... don't know what to do. Oh, I didn't. I, I was in a, I was in the pharmacy line in pharmacy in a pharmacy and, uh, right, but I was right behind a guy in line and I could tell he was kind of agitated, real big guy. So he gets up to the counter. He starts yelling at the cashier. I couldn't really hear exactly what it was. I don't know if it was because his medication wasn't ready, but he started getting more agitated and his arms were flapping around and he was yelling about whatever. And I, I didn't know what to do. Like I just froze. Like I thought I'm looking around, looking to my side. I had my phone in my hand. I was like, was there anybody else there? No, it's a real quiet pharmacy. I looked for a a manager, didn't see anybody. And I, I was tempted to call 911. I didn't know. I was tempted to just say something to him like, Hey man, it's not that bad. And then I'd get punched in the face or something. So right. I don't, I feel really guilty because the girl behind the counter, she was like very calm, but I could tell she was upset. Like she just kept saying, sir, I can't, da, 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 da. it's by right. law, your prescription, blah, 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 blah. Right. So <clears throat> I felt really bad for her. And I wanted to say afterwards, I can't believe he treated you like that. And I mad at myself for not doing something about it. So the guy, he didn't put hands on anybody, did he? no. No, but he finally, I mean, my, I was ready and I didn't know if, if this is 911 worthy or if it'll just diffuse and he just grabbed his stuff and walked away. So, well, I uh, think a couple of lessons here. Number one, uh, you just don't know what to expect, you know, when, I know. when you're in a situation like that, probably not a bad idea to call 911 if you think of it, but everybody says the same thing when these things happen. It all happened so fast. Yeah. You know, yeah, and I, in my mind, it happens so quickly. I'm like, okay, if I call nine one one, and he hears me calling nine one one, he's gonna get really mad. Oh, then he's gonna be mad at like, you. Yeah, and start busting the place up, and right. <clears throat> I don't know how quickly cops could have gotten there, but yeah, well, it was. Ooh, I got, I was shaken up. You know, one one thing you could consider. Uh, and this is really easy to talk about after the fact. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's when you're in the moment, it's a whole different scene. But uh, one one thing to think about, or maybe think about going forward, is when when you witness something like that, is to get away from the situation, walk away, and then call nine one one. So then, right, the guy doesn't know that you've called the police. The police are on their way. I tell you, cops would not be mad if they show up and the guy says, "Hey, I was just upset. It was no big deal. Why'd you call the cops?" Police never get angry when they have to show up for something because the uh, the opposite uh, mm-hmm. occurrence would be horrible. You know, if somebody right. hurt. I, I guess I was yeah. trying to protect this girl just in case. Yeah. I know there was another pharmacist, but I, I, I don't know what she was doing. So there were two up there. But, um, yeah, I just felt like, I, I what if something happens to her? Oh, boy. <laughs> what am I going to do? So, well, luckily. Yeah, nothing, it was awful. Nothing really uh, too serious happened. But I think the other thing that we take away from this is uh all you angry old white guys listening you have to have a prescription if you want the viagra yes that's exactly what i thought it was you just can't demand 
that I need my little blue pills. <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> this is time sensitive. <laughs> I've got a date in the car. Yeah. Oh um, my God. On a serious note, though, the, the scary part about it is we see this more and more, it, maybe not in stores, but maybe out in front of stores where you see people that obviously have some emotional issues, mental problems. Yeah. Uh, often related to homelessness and all kinds of things. And you just don't know what to do about it. It's the kind of right. thing you, 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 you don't want people to, you know, be thrown into a, a truck and, and taken away somewhere. But it seems like, uh, there would be a real service provided if we could get people the help they need. But it's a complicated yeah. story. It's complicated is a great word. Mm-hmm. Well, we're glad you're okay. But, yeah, uh, I just was. I, I just I felt more guilty than anything. Why? Just because you didn't uh, grab the guy stand and up. <laughs> karate chop him in the neck and throw him down? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I uh, no, I felt guilty for the girl. Yeah. Um, because I I, I don't know I I just really wanted to say hey what's wrong with you loser but of course I couldn't have said that. No, so. that probably most people would advise you not to right. do that anyway. You know right. Yeah. We've all seen uh, videos on the web of somebody, you know, it's usually like an ex-Marine who yeah. is just not having it when somebody comes in and sticks up a gas station right. and he does some kind of Chuck Norris flip on the guy. <laughs> and, yeah. and we love that, but that's not but that's for everybody. Not, yeah. and, right. know, really wouldn't, it, it wouldn't be a wise move, but um, I think. Talking about it helps because yeah. it just kind of puts it in people's minds. What would you do? I, I would yeah. strongly recommend uh, walking away from the situation, calling for help, mm-hmm. and then uh, mm-hmm. maybe maybe ducking back in to see if there's anything you can do to help. But you gotta right. you gotta protect yourself. So true. true. All right. Well, we're glad you're okay. Yeah, <laughs> we're glad you're not doing today's show from somebody's trunk. <laughs> All right. It's. Uh, 827. So many things going on around the great state of Michigan this weekend. You got the Dexter Jazz, Dexter Days Festival, the Ypsilanti Jazz Festival, and out in Celine, it's the Summer Fest. So if the weather holds up and we don't get too much rain, uh, tomorrow's supposed to be fabulous. Uh, mm-hmm. Get out there and enjoy yourself. We'll be right back. We've got more stuff coming up for you today. We've got uh, a lot of things to cover. Uh, also, some trivia, giving away some great tickets today. And coming up next, this is kind of for Dave and all the single guys listening this morning. There is a story out there about a new way to attract a woman and to just blow her mind. (laughs) I'll share that with you. We'll see if this works for Cam will be the barometer on this. We'll see if that works. Coming up next, when the great Michigan weekend continues here on News Talk 760 WJR. Well, when you think about... Hungry Howie's, and you think about all those delicious flavors they've come up with over the years. Flavored crust. Oh, that garlic crust. It's just making my mouth water. Well, you know, there's somebody at Hungry Howie's whose job it is to come up with these great flavors all the time. They are called the CFO, which stands for Cheap Chief Flavor Officer. So it's it's uh, the, the CFO is the Chief Flavor Officer officer not the financial officer and and they come up with all these cool ideas and the newest one they've got you got to try it i didn't think i would like this but we loved it it's called the bee sting and what they do is they got a sweet honey drizzle that goes on top of the pie 
and it is really good that that uh sweetness saltiness kind of combo it'll blow your mind plus they have uh old school flavors like cup pepperoni and jalapenos that's a great combo and any two of your favorite toppings try a large today for just 12.99 if you've got people coming over or you don't feel like cooking or the kids are around this weekend 12.99 only at hungry howie's check it out Welcome back, everybody. We hope you uh, are doing okay. Didn't have any storm damage last night. Boy, off to the west in Perry, they had a tornado touchdown, and uh, I know a lot of people had problems. Uh, flooding, too. You add that in there, and boy, mm-hmm. it's no fun. A lot of things to do this weekend, though, like today and tomorrow. Thunder over Michigan. The air show is in Belleville. There's the Milford Memory Summer Festival, and Kalamazoo has their Balloon Fest. Have you ever been up in a hot air balloon? Oh, yeah. A couple you times. You have? hmm It's really was, cool. Was it fun? What, yeah, it was. And then one time it was in the winter, um, and it was so beautiful, all the snow on the ground. But it's warm in the balloon because, you know, they keep the fire. Right. You know, they, they turn on the fire to keep the balloon afloat. Uh, so it was, yeah, it was warm in there, warm in the basket, and it was beautiful. So w- was it tethered or was it floating away? And uh... um, It was floating away, yeah. Wow, that, that uh, must have been exciting. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I think I did one for a story, and then I think I was on a date the other time or something. Ooh, that's uh, ooh, yeah, that's clever. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I, that could be <laughs> I, I, don't, I can't get past the idea, though, that it's a wicker basket propelled by fire. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that part, that part gets yeah, me. it uh, doesn't make sense. <laughs> no. Okay, so for all the single guys uh, listening this morning, Dave, we're kind of going to make you the, uh, the 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 focus of this, and Cam will confirm. My wife already confirmed this, so uh, let's see if Cam agrees. If you're a guy and you're looking to impress the ladies, you need to work on something that's called the Riz. R-I-Z-Z, the Riz, the which Riz. is short for charisma. Ah, yes. Jana Hawking, who writes for the New York Post, did this story, and I'm going to read a little bit of it for you. Uh, I'll try to make it family-friendly, too, because <laughs> she gets kind of crazy <laughs> here. She says, did you ever meet someone who's not your type at all, but suddenly they start talking, and you find yourself getting all hot and flustered? Think of people like... <laughs> Adrian Brody, Adam Driver, Javier Bardem, Russell Brand, Benedict Cumberbatch, Pete Davidson, Mick Jagger. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Even people like Rami Malek, the actor. Oh, yeah. Uh, these are guys you would barely look twice at if you pass them in the street. But if you watch Mick Jagger on stage, you know, he's, right. he's a living god. Mm-hmm. Or Adam Driver acting quirky and weird but cute. You're thinking, could I? <laughs> and this this could one, Jenna Hawking says, yes, girl, you could, because they've got what TikTok is calling the Riz charisma, mm-hmm. and uh, it's the biggest thing going. Not the hottest guy in the room, but the guy with the most charm. Hmm. So she gives just, some ex- some examples. Maybe you could relate to this, Cam. She said, um, it's worked like a treat on me. There was a skinny, lanky guy at a new job. 
he was kind of giving off a vibe like a stick insect. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Skinny, Skinny, tall guy. And I didn't pay much attention. Then in the meeting, he started getting really passionate about the project we were working on. He was confidently throwing ideas left, right, and center, dominating the conversation in a good way. And he gave me props for my ideas. I couldn't get enough. By the time we made it to the end of our work contract, I was just gagging for this gorgeous daddy long legs. His riz worked a charm. And before I knew it, we were celebrating intimately. Yes. Okay. So I saw your hesitation. <laughs> yeah, I had to change some of this writing. Yes. He goes nuts on this. So first of all, we'll we'll uh, get Cam's take on this. Do you agree? Is that something? Uh, it, it's not the superficial looks, although that can always be impressive. We all like that. Both both sexes, all sexes. Um, but if a guy has has something else going, it's impressive. Yeah, I uh, uh, a guy in uh, Detroit media a long time ago. I did not find handsome at all. Okay. And when I went to a party one time, he was there and I'm like, my God, this guy, he's intelligent. He's funny. I would have dated him if he wasn't married. <laughs> wow. But, um, you know, oh my gosh, he had, he was Paul gross. You know, it's, it's just, an... <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Paul's a, Paul's a friend and he's, a, he is, he is happily married. But, um, but, yeah, yeah. This so, guy was. So what was it? It's the it's is it the confidence? Is it the the fact that they're interesting or that they Yes. Is that it? And that he was interested in what I was saying and was like, you know, had good eye contact. It wasn't like a sexual thing or anything. It wasn't like a romance, but it was he he by the end of that conversation, I thought he had he had a ton of riz. Okay. So there it is. Dave, are you are you catching all this? Are you taking notes? Do you do you think you have riz or do you have to work on your riz? I think I probably would have to work on my riz, although um, I think that uh, in the Pete Davidson um, category, um, I think, you know, if you're funny, I think that uh, a lot of a lot of women find that uh, attractive. If you can See, be if you can be funny. Pete Davidson is not funny to me at all. I agree. Yeah. And I think Rami Malik comes across as like just a big grouch all the time. Just a, I don't know. Well, uh, there's so much, you know, that you have to take into consideration regarding your own personal interest. But one of the things the women in this article talk about, Dave, that could be very helpful, uh, and for anybody listening, is these guys, and Cam, uh, it sounds like the guy you you were describing. They are in a situation when they're around women where they act as if they could care less. They don't have mm-hmm. that desperation that mm-hmm. most most guys do. Like you think about going to a singles night at a bar and guys just try so hard, you know, they'll laugh at it, uh, you know, anybody's jokes. They'll tell yeah. somebody how beautiful they are. They'll, they'll, uh, it, it gets annoying to be mm-hmm. that desperate. And these guys, uh, she also talks about a guy she, she met at a bar who was short. He was bald. Uh, <laughs> you know, he wasn't in perfect shape. You know, he could maybe lose 10 or 20 pounds, but he was absolutely uh, magnetic in terms of his confidence mm-hmm. and his, his personality. 
Mm-hmm. So a lot of it has to do with, I guess, some some amount of swagger, but more of a quiet swagger. Am I saying that right? I, yeah, yeah. I have a friend like that. Um, yeah, she's just the you know the center of the pulse of the room. I mean, she is just like magnetic. She okay. She attracts everyone, and it's not on a weird level. It's just she's funny and confident and loves be to be around people. Okay. That's well. the that's the problem though. If you're going to be the center, you have to be you have to make sure it's not coming off as like you're the weirdo or you're um you're or you're the psycho. You know, you gotta be right. uh it, it's a it's a uh, it's a uh, it's like a, a a line that you don't wanna it's like you wanna have confidence but you don't want it to become arrogance type thing. Oh right. yeah. This would never happen with her. She's yeah, she's it's it's easy for her. She doesn't try too hard. So that might be the the key to the whole thing is uh, what you're describing, Dave. Is that that fine line between you know a lot of confidence and being obnoxious, right? Uh, Gotta walk that line. Act, yeah, you can't act like. I, uh, I have a friend that is like Cam's friend, but I feel that this friend is so over the top that people, some people, a lot of people get get put off by it. Turned off, yeah, by it. Yeah, yeah. It, it would seem seem to me that that one, you know, guideline that might help a lot is if if uh, you're a guy and you you went to a party or you're at work around uh, people that you're attracted to, if you just assume, you know, bottom line, nothing's ever going to happen. I'm just going to be myself. You mm-hmm. know, I don't care if I ever date anybody here. I don't care if I get to meet them and and strike up a conversation. I'm just going to be myself and, and I think be nice to people. Uh, it just kind of comes out. Cam, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, completely. I mean, I used to, people used to kind of, um, you know, think I was standoffish when I was on the news, but I'm like, if I'm not, I never was, I don't think, but it's hard to, I guess it's hard to approach some people, but it's just, I don't in- intimidate anyone. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. I, I was going over the story with my wife and, and uh, she said, yeah, that's absolutely true. I, I definitely feel that way. And then I thought to myself, well, what does that say about me? <laughs> the quirky uggo that uh, has to rely on. Uh, oh, my God. But it, it always comes down to the same thing. And that's uh, Cam mentioned it. Yeah, maybe unintentionally being a good listener is a big part of this right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. my problem is retaining the information but yes. <laughs> okay all right guys work on your riz and uh if any of the women out there want to uh comment on this you can always write us uh drop us a line on facebook or you can text us here and uh, we'll get your thoughts on that we're gonna take a break and come back we have some trivia for you also um Let's see. We're going to be talking about, um, this is kind of cool, movies and streaming. There's so mm-hmm. many shows out there. You know, For a while there, we were thinking, hey, there's nothing to watch. And now there's like a, a flood of, of really good shows. We'll tell you what we're watching next when the Great Michigan Weekend continues on News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome back, everybody, and happy Saturday morning. A great Michigan weekend for folks out in Canton. They've got their Shakespeare Festival. Mackinac Island also has a Shakespeare Festival. (laughs) 
And in Frankenmuth, battling Shakespeare's. Frankenmuth <laughs> uh, has their summer music festival and Jackson's County Fair is this weekend, y'all. All right, uh, 8.51, let's do a little trivia here. Your chance to win tickets for the Woodward Dream Show, which is returning to the M1 Concourse out in Pontiac. That's August 18th and 19th. This is a celebration of car enthusiasm here in the heart of the Motor City. They've got hot rods, custom cars, cruisers, muscle cars, and a lot more. And this year, they're honoring the 70th anniversary of Corvette, Mopar, and Ram Chargers. And if you'd like to go, just be the first person to call us at 1-800-859-0WJR. That's 1-800-859-0957. To win tickets to the M1 Woodward Dream Show, prize valued at 50 bucks. And uh, for a bonus chance to win, text keyword DREAM to 800-859-0957. We've got our rules at WJR.com, and you can buy tickets at m1concourse.com. So here's your question. The largest island in Lake Superior offering camping to residents of Keweenaw County, Michigan, is this island. Name it. The largest island in Lake Superior. Mm. Name it and give us a call at 1-800-859-0957. Good luck. All right. Uh, lots of shows as we were talking, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we were like, hey, there's nothing new on, you know, watching old shows and shows we've uh, gotten into uh, again, maybe rediscovered. But now there's a ton of new things out there. What are you watching, Cam? Well, you know, we talked about um, based on a true story last week. Um, that's, that's doing really well on, I think it's prime. It's like the number one show on prime. That was super good that you recommended to me. I saw a movie I also on prime called, um, Fatal with Hillary Swank. Oh yeah. Oh, it's like a thriller. It, it was really good. And again, I watched that twice. <laughs> Boy, that's, that is to... A, a, you know, a great endorsement if you, if you watch something and you say, I got to see that again. I, yes, it, it was really good. I don't really watch movies that much, mostly shows. But um, I am halfway through The Bear now. Yeah. And that's on Hulu. Now Did you tell guys start us, this that? isn't, uh, this is one of those shows I've, I've heard of it and I've seen it, uh, you know, uh, commercials for it, but I'm, I'm never sure what it is. This isn't the, uh, Cocaine bear. Cocaine bear, no. Or cocaine okay. sharks, nothing like that. Okay. <laughs> the the, the storyline is this guy, a young guy who actually played Lip in Shameless, if you remember him. Jeremy Allen White, he, uh, his brother died and he inherited his brother's restaurant in some mess. So the concept is super simple. Like he goes in and tries to make this restaurant good again. Okay. And that's that's it. But the the development of the characters is so deep. It's a great cast. It's like twists. It's it seems so simple like it would be boring, but it's it's really really good, heartwarming, good and kind of gritty. Like it's in Chicago. So Also, uh, a lot of food porn. Yes, food porn. Yes, okay. cuz he was a high-end chef in New York, like one of the top restaurants in the world. 
and now he's uh you know slinging dogs at a at a diner. <laughs> so yeah, that's what caught my eye when I was watching the little uh, preview. For the trailer. It, but, so you haven't yeah, that's started called, it yet. That's called Bear, not the Bear, right? It's I think it's the Bear. Okay. Yeah. All right. The Bears. The <laughs> uh, Bears. The- uh, we're gonna watch the Bears uh, tonight because that sounds good. And and you've been on a roll. Everyone that you've recommended. <sighs> Uh, we, we really liked uh, we're watching the bodyguard on Netflix. Now this is not new. It's probably five years old now. And it is also not the Whitney Houston, Kevin Costner movie. This is a, right. a, a show about spies in England and it's really good. It stars Richard Madden, who you might remember from game of Thrones. He played Rob Stark, the King of the North. Mm. Uh, he's a, a special protection officer for a politician and it's really really well done and it's i think it's only eight episodes i know you like those short ones yeah those short ones <laughs> uh it's really good you'd like but you got to watch it with the closed captions because it's english uh-huh and there's slang so it's the only way you'll understand it only I, murders in the building is back season three that's yeah uh, you guys uh, like that right yeah we liked it it was kind of getting a little weak weak sauce yeah. last season because you know how many murders can there be in one building uh but this year they they've also got meryl streep joining the cast oh yeah i heard that so we're gonna give it a try there's another show you would like if you haven't seen it cam called the lincoln lawyer have you seen that one i've seen it but i okay. mean i've seen the previews but i have not watched it you would love it okay it's a, it's a cam carmen kind of show they're on season two now which is out uh, it's from a, a series of books. It's a really good show about a, a lawyer out in uh, L.A. And he's kind of a gritty kind of lawyer who's uh, trying to pay the bills. And he gets caught up in all these uh, really interesting crimes. Really well written. And, and you'll like, uh, I think you'll like Michael McConnelly. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, there's a new documentary. This is right up your alley, Cam. It's called I Want to Rock. It's the 80s metal dream documentary. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stories of bands like Winger, Twisted Sister, <laughs> Vixen. And didn't you used to date the lead singer of Rat? It was that D Snyder because I dated D Snyder. <laughs> okay. No, <laughs> uh, that looks was, good. I want to rock. I yeah. liked Rat actually. Yeah, they were good. And then Suits on Netflix. Now explain this to me because I don't really know if it's true. Suits is the one with Meghan Markle. Uh, yeah. All of a sudden yeah. now everybody's watching it again. So yeah, why? Know. Why not when she first became? Why now? I don't know. All right, we got to take a break and catch up on what's happening in the news. We'll be back on the other side with our number two of the Great Michigan Weekend. Stay with us on WJR. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Welcome back. If you uh, joined us when the show started at 8, if you're just joining us now, hope uh, you didn't have too much storm damage. Pretty scary weather yesterday. Uh, boy, and it came Definitely. on fast. We kind of knew that there were storms, possibilities, but uh, right. boy, when that started building up. And then we had a tornado touchdown in Perry, Michigan, mm-hmm. off to the west. And uh, poor Cam was up in Howell on the road when this thing hit. That had to be kind of scary. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought everything was gone. I got my car. I'm like, hmm, light rain. That's fine. And then whoosh. 
as soon as they got on the freeway, it was crazy because uh, that 96, 696 is two lanes only anyway. Right. And I kept, yeah, I hit two potholes or I hit something else. I don't know what it was. <laughs> Boy, yeah, and being on the freeway when the, mm-hmm. when it really comes down like that is is really scary because you, you say, okay, my wipers are on high and I'm still mm-hmm. having trouble seeing. Yep. Scary yep. stuff. Because uh, you always That's go it. through that thing where, should I pull over? Or not. I know. I tempted I tempted myself with that, but I thought, oh my gosh, if I have a flat tire, I don't want to pull over. So I was just like, get home. But you got Didn't you got home it. safely, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay, good. Hey, uh, it's time to acknowledge our hero of the week from Hungry Howies. We do this every week on the show. We ask you to write us and tell us a little story about somebody in your life who's been a hero. And then we pick one winner each week. And we give them all kinds of goodies from Hungry Howie's. So if you've got a story like this, uh, just write us at hero at wjr.com and include your phone number. And we pick a new winner each week. This is a great light. This is exactly what I'm talking about with the Hungry Howie's hero. Uh, We heard from Diana who said, to know her is to love her. I get bragging rights that I have the most incredible, amazing neighbor that I get to call a friend. I shouted out loud. She's the best human being anybody could know. My hero is Ms. Rose, who holds on to my mail when we're gone. She moves the electrical cords in our basement during a rainstorm when we're out, out of town. She wipes my tears during my saddest time. She makes you laugh oh. until your stomach hurts. Mrs. Rose goes out of her way to give my dog treats when she sees him. She brings in my garbage so it doesn't have to sit in the street. She walks with me most nights and lends an ear. My Ms. Rose is the sweetest, most positive person anybody can know. We all need a Ms. Rose, and I am hmm. blessed. So, Diana That's Harper, thank so you. Sweet. Uh, no relation to uh, Jim Harper. <laughs> to Jim Harper. No, she's the other Mrs. Harper. Uh, <laughs> congratulations. That's a great letter. And that's that's exactly how easy and simple it is. Just mm-hmm. tell us about somebody who's uh, been good, somebody who does random acts of kindness, somebody you think deserves a little love, and uh, we'll send out um, two pizzas, large pizzas with one topping to uh, both Diana and Ms. Rose. And you, you can get in on those two. Just write us at hero at wjr.com. All right, Dave Rieger is here, our uh, producer and sports director on the Great Michigan Weekend to talk about sports. He's going to start with the Tigers, and then, uh, of course, we got to talk about last night's Lions game. Of mm-hmm. course, yes. Uh, we'll start out with the Tigers. They were in Boston last night. Red Sox, they beat the Tigers 5-2 to two behind a very nice pitching performance from Chris Sale. It was his first start since June the 2nd. You might remember him from when he played with the White Sox. He always seems to have the Tigers' uh, number Tigers are now 52 and 64, but still only seven games behind first place Minnesota in the Central. So there's still some time. And just like Miss Rose, we want to be positive about our Tigers. So you're saying that there's a chance, Jim. We're saying that there's still a chance. Sure. They're going to try and uh, even this series this afternoon, first pitch 405 against the Red Sox. Now we move over to the NFL. The hype train just gets larger. After last night's win, Lions, they opened the preseason with a 21-16 win over the New York Giants. 
The game was highlighted by a 95-yard punt return for a touchdown by receiver Maurice Alexander. The Lions' defense, they also played well, especially on third down. They're going to try and keep the good vibes going next Saturday as the Jacksonville Jags come to Ford Field at 1 p.m. We talked about this briefly in the first hour. Um, People got a little irritated during the broadcast last night with the tornado warning and how (laughs) Fox 2 broke in on the game. Um, They went to social media to voice their uh, displeasure with um, Fox 2 meteorologist Stephanie Mead because what they did was they muted out the play-by-play of the game and they had to do about 45 minutes of tornado information, which has to be done per FCC. Mm -hmm. So I guess people on social media, calm down. It's a (laughs) preseason game. It had to be done. (laughs) So I know. I I wonder if they could have just used closed captioning for her part and then just kept the rest of the game. I don't know. I'm I'm not sure what the rules are. A lot of people on social media wanted to be wanted it to just be a crawl at the bottom of the screen. Yeah. They didn't didn't like the split screen and where they where she had to talk. So, well, first of all, this is not a democracy where you get to decide. (laughs) Right. what what goes over the TV? So uh, people right. that got upset are really being selfish because the most important thing is public safety. Right. Mm-hmm. Every radio and TV station has an obligation. In fact, the only reason we really exist is to inform the public of an emergency mm-hmm. and uh, how to get help. And, you know, no matter what it is, that that's our job. What the government does is they say, okay, we're going to grant you a license. You can do anything you want in the meantime. If, you know, if you want to run reruns of Happy Days, you can go ahead and do that. But when something bad happens, your mm-hmm. only job is to serve the public. So, you know, if, if you're upset because you didn't see a preseason Lions game <laughs> and, and they still had it up on the screen. Yeah, they just had the volume down the split screen. So what you're saying is, Jim... Uh, just send send a note to Mother Nature. Don't do this during a Lions game. Yeah. <laughs> All right, or an Boy. IndyCar race, or a soap right. opera, or like any big said. sporting event. Come on. And think about the reverse. If if they had said, "Well, you know, it's a tornado, and everybody else is covering it. Let's just play the game," and somebody got hurt. Yep, yeah, right. it would be all over. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we end with sports, uh, PGA Tour, their first of three playoff tournaments for the FedEx Cup is going on right now at the St. Jude Championship. Third round starts today. Lucas Glover, he's at minus 10. One shot lead over Jordan Spieth. So as you know how this works, um, three tournaments, 70 players, 50 players, 30 players, and whoever ends up number one at the end gets the $15 million bonus which is paid in annuity over so many years. So um, nice championship that they're playing for now that all the majors are done. And that's what's going on in sports. Okay, coming up next, this is going to be an interesting discussion. Uh, And it's something we're all going to have to face because I think sooner or later it's going to be all over the place. Kids are heading back to school this fall, of course, and a growing number of them will be returning to a four-day school week. (laughs) That's the new trend. Hundreds of districts are already adopting this alternative weekly schedule. I don't know what the plans here in Michigan are, but we'll discuss the concept 
and we'll get Cam's take on this because she had kids in school. Uh, mm-hmm. What that means to parents and our thoughts as well. When the Great Michigan Weekend continues here on News Talk 760 WJR. Well, it's funny. You know how you go on Facebook and you see those those little videos? They call them reels. It's yeah. essentially TikTok on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You know? I saw one this morning that really, really made an impression on me. And it, of all people, it was Eddie Murphy talking about how short life is. Oh, he, really? Yeah. It, it, but in a very positive way, he was saying, mm-hmm. hey, you know, uh, mathematically speaking, we've got 75 years, you know, which when you think about it, means it goes by pretty fast. You got to get out there and enjoy life. You got to make it about love, not hate. You got to try new things. And I was thinking about that the idea of trying new things. And since life is short and we do want to expand all of our, you know, pleasures and all of our happy memories might be a good weekend for you to think about trying a new kind of pizza from hungry Howie's. They've got two of them. We want to talk about the chief flavor officer at hungry Howie's has cooked up something called the bee sting, which features their sweet honey drizzle on top of your pizza. I'm telling you, it tastes really good. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. weird combination of, of sweet and salty. And they've got their classic cup pepperoni and jalapenos. Oh, boy, that is a good pie. And it's all only $12.99. And eat two of your favorite toppings. Try a large today. Just $12.99. Life is short. Try some new things. You know, you just never know until you... It really tastes the first time I saw pineapple on a pizza, I almost passed out. But then, you know, you take a bite and you go, that's not too bad. So try it this weekend. The bee sting or the classic cup pepperoni and jalapeno only from Hungry Howie's. Welcome back, everybody. So happy to spend some time with you on the radio here. There's a whole bunch of things going on around the state on the Great Michigan Weekend, the Sharavari Detroit music festival down in fort wayne you got your country western music weekend in howell you were there yesterday yeah yeah <laughs> was that for the festival no excuse me it's a, a friend of ours was playing in a oh. in a bar yeah just uh went down to see him have a little dinner and hear him oh. play it was nice of you to support him like that yeah. uh corvette's america car show in clarkston Shelby Township has an art fair, and Ludington has an art fair this weekend. We love those art fairs. Mm-hmm. All right. We mentioned it, a growing trend in America, a four-day school week. Hundreds of districts across the country have already moved to adopt this alternative weekly schedule. And if you're thinking, oh, no, that's not a big thing, 900 school districts in America are using mm-hmm. a four-day school week, 900 wow. districts. Oh. And uh, you might ask yourself, okay, we've heard about this for work. When Every now and then somebody yeah. comes up with, hey, let's do a four-day work week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'd work 10 hours a day yep. to get Friday off. Uh, so you think, okay, what are they going to do with school if they, if they lose a whole day? Uh, most districts are adding an extra 35 minutes onto each day okay, to make up for the, the lost day. So right. one of the first things that comes to mind is kids and child care. Ugh. You know, parents are going to have to make some 
kind of accommodations. A lot of the districts are offering child care at the school. Really? So, yeah. So you still bring your kids to school and someone oh. will, be, will be hired to watch them. But it's going to cost you at least $30, maybe more per day. Yeah. So that's not a great thing no. for your parents either. No. So uh, right now they're saying, okay, why why would we want to do this? And the first answer that, that comes up when you look it up on the web is school districts are saying, we're having a hard time hiring teachers. Mm-hmm. But, but when we switch to this four-day week, we got a lot more applications. Oh, so okay. It looks like it kind of all goes back to the teachers. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure the teachers union, being as powerful as they are, uh, would appreciate a four-day week for their rank and file. So they say applications have gone through the roof once they start offering a four-day week. Um, in some some areas, uh, parents have concern about this, you know, a shorter week. And there's really, there's oh. no... There's no um, statistical evidence yet as to how that affects grades or education. But from a mom standpoint, how does that strike you? Absolute worst nightmare. (laughs) Because, you know, I worked such early mornings and such horrible mornings. You know, I would actually have to have someone come over and spend the night because I left the house so early and the kids were little. But even on um, snow days or uh, parent-teacher conferences days, whatever days, election days, they didn't have school. Uh, it was horrible. I can't imagine telling my job at the time, hey, I can only work Monday through Thursday. Sorry, just the way it is. <laughs> yeah, they, <would laughs> they were. No, that would that kind of thing would not be flexible. I would, uh, it would be, it would be really hard. Okay, so we're looking at a situation where if they make this kind of adjustment, or, or they're obviously already doing it. So if they continue with this trend, you might have happier teachers, but now mm-hmm. you got parents who are going to be unhappy. Yep, especially if both parents worked, you know, and they're if they're working, if they're both working, they're needing to support the the home, and they can't really afford right. thirty bucks a day for that extra day to put them in daycare. Yeah. That's uh, 120 a month, and yeah. that's going to add up. And also, it seems to me there'd be a lot of confusion and a lot of running around. I it's I know it's tough. Oh. I I know it's tough anytime a parent uh, with people I've worked with, if they've got a sick child, that it's that too. Mm-hmm. Okay, you, then you start saying to yourself, okay, <laughs> am, am I so into my job? I'm going to leave my sick child at home with somebody. Because I have to go to work, or am I going to stay home and and risk my career? It's it's always a tough situation. So the school thing, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I haven't heard of anything going on here in Michigan. Have you? No, no, I haven't. Right. Dave uh, on the other shows here on WJR, have they talked about this at all? Have they, uh, you know, Tom and Kevin or Guy Gordon or Paul, anybody talk about the four day school week? Yeah, we talked about it uh, on Thursday with uh, Chris Alberta, uh, who was in for Paul W. Smith. And, okay. And uh, we got the most phone calls on that topic <laughs> uh, than any other topic that we did uh, for those two hours. People, How did the calls go? 
they uh most people were um like okay so if it's going to be a four-day school week then the teachers are only going to get paid for 32 hours they're not going to get paid for 40 hours and so you know they were um kind of against it and the daycare issue was a big thing you know i remember when uh when i was a kid and to get a snow day the the world would have had to have ended today Um, it, 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 it goes below, you know, it goes to, you know, 30, uh, 33 degree, 32 degrees and, uh, ah, snow day, you know, we're not going to have the buses go. And, uh, for my brother where you have, uh, my, my niece and he's like a lot of people where both parents work, it's tough mm-hmm. to find something to do with the kids. So, yeah. uh, that's one day. That was the biggest thing was what are you going to do with uh childcare for that day that they're not going to be in school? Yeah, it's it's interesting. Uh, I mean, they're saying that it 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 helps them attract teachers in a culture where we've got a teacher shortage. Uh, mm-hmm. But I imagine the the rank and file of the teachers' unions are <laughs> are probably a big part of this. You know, everybody would want a shorter work week if if they were given the opportunity. So, uh, you know, after COVID, we saw this teacher situation they have a lot of power you know they in many cases are the ones who decided when people were going back to school or how it worked you know what the rules were within each school when when somebody tested positive did they send people home did they only send home the people who weren't vaccinated you know it's um, it's interesting but i'm not surprised by the uh response you're describing dave where people were were saying okay if a teacher's only gonna work four days are they gonna make less money uh, obviously they, that would not be a part of it. Otherwise it would defeat the purpose of trying to attract teachers. And then I don't know if you saw this story that also came out, which kind of uh, goes along with this is that a study came out and this was, um, just on Friday, Michigan has the fourth highest rate of K through 12 absenteeism in the first full year after COVID. In the country? Yes. Wow. wow. I wonder Jeez. what that, that's all about. Yeah. Michigan mm-hmm. had the fourth highest rate of student among four. I'm sorry, among 40 states and the District of Columbia. So they ran. Anybody, so they ran. Anybody, fourth offering, highest. Any, anybody offering any explanation? Um, they were saying that um, that's nearly doubling of the pre-pandemic uh, academic year. Um, they say that the most recent school year is not available, but um Let's see what it says here. It says, according to, um, it was just a study that was done. And um, I'm just trying to read here um, why they're saying, um, says most absences were prevalent among um, Latino, black, and low income students, according to the study that was done. Mm-hmm. So uh, that doesn't um, really suggest anything. Yeah, so. but they, they say that um, the absences, uh, come on top of a time that students miss during school closures and pandemic disruptions. They also, and as the schools are trying to work to recover from these massive learning setbacks too. So COVID caused a lot of problems. Yeah. I imagine there might be some uh, emotional issues there that might mm-hmm. oh, sure. to some people saying, uh, you know, my, my child is uh, not feeling comfortable or not feeling safe or, you know, has anxiety. Cause that's, 
And, that sure popped up a lot since COVID. And reading it, reading a little bit more in this story, you're right, Jim. It says this suggests, according to the guy, a doctor at Stanford, he says that the this suggests the, start, the sharp rise in chronic absenteeism um, reflects other important barriers to learning, such as uh, declining youth mental health yeah, and, well, dis- and disengagement. Wow. Okay. Well, lots going on. And, uh, Certainly deserves more conversation, so uh, maybe we'll stay on this. It's 9.30. We're going to take a break and come right back to you. We've got uh, trivia before the show ends at uh, 10 o'clock. But coming up next, we'll do our famous red carpet report and talk about what's going on with the Hollyweirds. <laughs> it's uh, always something that comes up next <laughs> when the great Michigan weekend continues here on News Talk 760 WJR. Hey, gang, just looking at the uh, weather forecast on the web. Looks like it's going to be partly sunny, but around 1 o'clock and going into the early evening hours, the uh, weather folks say there's a chance for an isolated thunderstorm. So Okay, we can deal with isolated. <laughs> so Cam will uh, interpret that for us. Isolated thunderstorm would be? Just sporadic, like here and there, not everywhere. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. So it shouldn't mess yeah. up anybody's plans. Oh, no. No, hopefully. But they right, kind of said that last night. Too. <laughs> <laughs> good to know. Well, there's the <laughs> Ship and Shore Festival in New Buffalo, the Blueberry Festival in South Haven, Hop Stock, which I'm assuming is a beer thing, beer hops. Oh, yeah. At the Calder Plaza in Grand Rapids. Northport has their Wine and Craft Beer Festival. And in Kalamazoo, it's the County Youth Fair and the Family Festival. All sounds like a lot of fun. All right, let's talk about our friends in Hollywood, uh, all the weird things going on with the red carpet. You want to start? Sure, I'll start. I uh, I just saw this is this just in. Apparently, Vanna White is going to be temporarily MIA. What? Yes, from the Wheel of Fortune. Amid tense negotiations. So a little bit of uh, blue flu? What's going on? Yeah, apparently so. Uh, It's only going to be, I think, for a week. But right now they have shows taped, uh, you know, a little bit. They have a few in the bank. So I'm not sure when when she's going to be off. But what they're doing is replacing her with um, someone who was like the National Teacher of the Year. And she's um, couldn't be more opposite. <laughs> I, I guess she's a very endearing woman, and she's sweet. So it's kind of cute. It's so nice the way you put that. Yeah, it's it's kind of cute, but um, okay. but yeah, I guess. And this is only the this will be only the third time in the history of the show she's been missing for a week. I think once she had a car accident or something, and then one there were a couple other deals. She was sick, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, and then and. You know, she hasn't had a raise in 18 years. That I find so, insane. Insane. What in the world? So I, I'd say she's on her way out. I mean, even if they do negotiate, I don't know. I don't. Well, I, I Lynn and I were watching last night, and, and uh, this is what I came up with. If if uh, if you were the people that run Jeopardy and mm-hmm. Deal of Fortune, it's, that's the Merv Griffin company. Right. He started those shows. Uh, so, uh, if you're the people that run that company, I I would say to Pat Sajak, look, Pat, this show has been on for forever, what, 35 years, 
Heck yeah. 40 years. And we've made a ton of money, but we really believe that if you and Vanna aren't on this show, it's probably time to wrap it up. So, I agree. so Pat Sajak, would you consider working three days a week every other day? And then we get Ryan Seacrest or whoever to be on those off days. And then you'd have Vanna and Pat for most of the time. I think mm-hmm. that would keep the show intact. Uh, yeah. the, way, the way they tape those shows, you could do three shows in one day. Right. Yep. Because they're and, uh, only an hour. that's kind of what they do with the Jeopardy hosts, you yeah. know, with Maya and Bialik and, and Ken, Ken Jennings. But it's like, you never, I, yeah, it's, it keeps it different. So, but I don't know. Poor Vanna. Uh, yeah. I mean, she, she certainly has enough money. But <laughs> did not have a raise in 18 years. Boy, somebody needs a new agent because that is yes. not a good deal. All yes. right. Uh, this is kind of sad news from Hollywood. Sandra Bullock's longtime partner, Brian Randall, passed away mm-hmm. at the age of 57. Very sad. Died of ALS. Uh, they met back in 2015. She had that very messy divorce with Jesse James. Remember when they were together? Ugh. Yeah, he was. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, This is my favorite story of the week. Facebook chief Mark Zuckerberg is in trouble with his wife. Uh, You know, there's all this talk about Zuckerberg and Elon Musk having a cage battle. Oh, yeah. What in the world? (laughs) They're going to stream it on the web. And, uh, you know, they're both real serious about this. It's no no joke. They're going to go at it. Well, even if you're Mark Zuckerberg and you have almost all the money in the world, you can't just go in your backyard and build your own cage. (laughs) Apparently Mark Zuckerberg took it upon himself to build an octagon in the backyard and his wife couldn't be more ticked off. (laughs) And just like everybody's partner, she said, Hey, I've been working on that grass for two years. (laughs) And you go out there with your idiot friends and build an octagon. So your idiot friends. <laughs> uh, so anyway, she is really laying it down and very upset with with Mark about the octagon in the backyard. Most most wives would be that. That would be a total guy thing, right? Another good story this week. Uh, Fifty Cent said, "I've got a crush, and I'm not afraid to admit it. It's the one and only Helen Mirren. <laughs> I think she is sexy." You look at her, there's a quote, you look at her and go, oh, damn. I don't care how old she gets. It's her confidence. She's going to be sexy forever. Wow. Oh, good for her. (laughs) And um, this is kind of cool because you're kind of a semi-swifty, aren't you? Oh, yeah. You like Yeah. Kevin Costner gets some good dad points for uh, accompanying his daughter to the Taylor Swift concert this past Monday. He took his 13-year-old daughter, Grace, to a luxury suite. They were seen dancing up there to all the big hits, and uh, she couldn't have been happier. So that was a nice dad thing. Yeah, just the two of them? Yeah. That's nice, because I think they have like 100 kids. (laughs) Yeah, but apparently she's the big big fan. And finally, some local news here from Frankenmuth. Greta Van Fleet, the rock group. Mm Mm-hmm. They have a lot to celebrate. Their new album, Starcatcher, hit number one on Billboard's top rock and alternative album chart. 
debuted at the top of the chart. This is their third number one. They've been on all the big shows like Saturday Night Live, Jimmy Kimmel, Stephen Colbert. And they're touring throughout Europe right now. And they're going to come back to Michigan for a concert at Little Caesars Arena on September 8th. And that's probably going to be a huge show. Oh, yeah. Big, big Uh, fan following. Anything else? Did you have anything else you wanted to bring up? Oh, yeah. I wanted to mention um, I don't know if you've heard this, and I can't quite get a real read on this, but Tori Spelling. And her, her five kids have been living in hotels and an RV camp because she has just recently split with her husband of like 18 years. Um, what's his name? Uh, McDermott. What's his name? Dean, Dean McDermott. Um, so she apparently has no money. You know, How is uh, that possible? Uh, Tori Spelling from, from Aaron Spelling, the, you know, the TV movie mogul. And I guess she's had a fight with her mom, Candy Spelling, who says she has, you know, such terrible spending habits. Um, but she, some are saying it's a publicity stunt because she wants a reality show. Oh. To see how, oh, oh, how is when you're down and out, this is what you do with your kids. You go stay in hotels, you like cheap hotels and an RV on the beach. Yikes. So that's Why up that- for. She was uh, getting kind of weird, though, after she was on TV for a while and she was a star and then that kind of went away. Yeah. But I yeah. mean, you, you'd have to mess up pretty bad if if your family cuts you out of the spelling <laughs> empire, because he had I, I would guess his fortune when he passed away had to be half a billion. Right. Yeah. If not even more. I mean, he, so he did I all guess... those shows. Uh huh. I guess she's always had a contentious relationship with her mom, but apparently the mom said, if you don't, you know, stop spending, you're not getting anymore. So, okay. well, that makes sense. Yeah. Boy, I, I love the way you called this though, that it might be a, uh, attempt at getting a reality show because yeah. that, that kind of seems like that's the bottom of the food chain. Mm-hmm. You know, you go from movie or TV star or rock star, to yep. having some trouble, then it usually involves the law or the courts, and then you have more trouble, yeah. maybe some uh, substance abuse issues, and then at the very b- bottom of that pyramid is reality show. Yes, uh, like Paris Hilton. Yeah, um, not as bad as that, but yeah, she, you know, she tried that because she bombed on whatever show or movie she was trying to do. Did you see the? Uh... The special that was on last night, I think it was CBS on Anna Nicole Smith. Was it a documentary? Yeah, kind of a news documentary. I have not the one that's on. It's not the one that's streaming. It's a oh okay okay no news news version. Okay, but that happened with her too. Remember, she she hit the skids, and then her husband died, and it just got into all kinds of trouble. And then she ended up with one of the very first reality shows. Remember the Anna Nicole Smith show was like yes, the first. I do. That that documentary, which I think is on Netflix, is so good. Yeah. I just watched it like a week ago, but yeah, it's a, it's a t- tragic story. But you know, I don't know. She she it was downhill from yeah. when her husband, who she loved, the, the ninety year old guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. It was uh, it was a tragic story though, especially the it ending. Was. I mean, all yeah. kinds of weird things were going on, and they they had they couldn't determine who was the actual father of that baby she had until until right. recently. 
uh, that wrapped up kind of nicely. But anyway, yeah, uh, that's what's going on. That's your red carpet report. We're going to take a break and come back. And uh, I have something kind of fun we can talk about uh, celebrities since we're talking about the red carpet. Uh, you know, we've often heard that in their contracts when they perform, they yeah. put in what's called a rider. Yeah. Certain demands they have. You know, like it, it started a long time ago or one of one of the bands, one of the rock bands uh, might have been Van Halen said, uh, we want a big bowl of M&Ms, but you have to take all the brown ones out. You know, <laughs> weird stuff like that. So dumb, there are right. some new crazy celebrity demands you are not going to believe. <laughs> and we'll share those with you next when the Great Michigan Weekend continues here on News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome back, everybody. If you're looking for things to do this weekend, there is a lot. There's the Summer Beer Fest in Green Oak Township. St. John's has their Mint Festival in downtown St. John's. Rockin' Rods in Rochester, a car event. The Celtic Festival in Sparta. This is a, sounds like a great idea. It's, it's uh, today at the Packard Proving Grounds. It's called the Mom to Mom Sale. Oh, yeah, those are cool. So mm -hmm. what is it, baby clothes and stuff? Or Yeah, they just kind of swap or, you know, buy each other's things who's, you know, their kids have grown out of or whatever. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, ice cubes at Little Caesars Arena tonight. Uh, the Wallflowers are in Midland. And Nickelback and the Steve Miller Band are playing in Clarkston. And in Muskegon, they have something going on called For King and Country. So mm -hmm. a lot of things happening on the Great Michigan Weekend. All right, let's do some trivia. Last hour, Pat from Utica and Sam from Livonia both knew that the largest island in Lake Superior is Isle Royale. Mm -hmm. So this hour, we have a new question for you, and a chance to grab tickets to the big Woodward Dream Show at the M1 Concourse in Pontiac, August 18th and 19th. It's the Woodward Dream Show. It's back bigger and bolder than ever. And it's a celebration of car enthusiasm, of course, all kinds of cool cars. And that's a wonderful facility. So just be the first person to give us a call here at 800-859-0WJR. That's 800-859-0957. And you'll win tickets to the M1 Woodward Dream Show. Prize valued at 50 bucks for a bonus chance to win text DREAM. To 800-859-0957. The text word is DREAM. To 800-859-0957. Rules at WJR.com. And you can learn more about the Woodward Dream Show at M1Concourse.com. All right, so here's your question. In addition to the U.S. flag, three more nation flags have flown over Michigan. Name two of the three. Hmm. <laughs> In addition to the U.S. flag, three other nation flags have actually flown over Michigan. Name two of those three, or all three if you want to show off. Give us a call at uh, 1-800-859-0957, and good luck. All right. Um, you know how celebrities make really crazy demands? Yes. <laughs> when they do concerts, especially. Uh, they call that a rider, which is just a, uh, I guess, an addendum to your your uh, contract that says, in addition to you paying me X, you know, for for the show, 
-hmm. I demand these other things. And some of them are just goofy, but this one's really sweet. Joe Jonas demands that backstage before each show, they bring a dozen puppies from the local shelter. What? Oh, yeah. Just because he wants to hang out with them, you know, and uh, cuddle these puppies. And then also right afterwards, these dogs get adopted like within an hour. Oh, man. That's awesome. Uh, You'll like this one. Selena Gomez has a very strange rider in her contract. No one is allowed to be called Justin. Oh, my God. If you work her concert, she will not allow anybody named Justin to be on the concert. So oh, that means sound guys, stage on. hands. If your name really is Justin, you have to change it for the day. Yeah, like Jay or, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my uh, God, that's nuts. But the, the craziest one is Beyonce. And, uh, boy, this is way out there. She insists on traveling with her own private collection of toilet seats. What? They have a special golf cart built with a with box on the back so you can't see. And inside are like a half a dozen toilet seats. So when, when she arrives, before she ends up in the venue, her crew goes in there and replaces the toilet seats in her dressing room and around the stage with her own private seats oh my god and then of course afterwards they take those off because boy that would be a that would be a huge souvenir um, <laughs> so desirable but, yeah. oh my god how about, how about that job for a roadie yeah i'm in charge oh my of god. beyonce's toilet seats uh, but only beyonce's butt has been on this one <laughs> yes or exactly. these so wow that is so strange where where do people come up with this stuff sometimes you think that they just make them up so that yeah uh adds to their legend yeah like Like, katie perry katie perry uh insists on flowers but no carnations they have to be white flowers but no carnations and tom cruise uh you can't look him in the eye or something and is that right i heard that as a rumor but uh when he's on set you can't look him in the eye I heard that years and years ago about Barry Manilow. Really? Yeah, from some Pine Knob people. They said there was a writer in his contract that you couldn't, you know, do not make eye contact with Mr. Manilow. (laughs) 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 I don't know that's true, honestly. I know. You you spared somebody. All right. right. (laughs) Well, we're going to decide what we want in our contract riders, our demands for next week. (laughs) Until we meet again. Happy trails (laughs) to you.